Hey there folks, welcome back to the Maroon and White Audible. My name's Ethan Lee. It is great to be talking again. Um, I tried to do a podcast earlier this week, but my dog puked. A um, whole bunch of other random stuff happened. I'm trying to remember what else. Um, basically one day just kind of like was metaphorical dog puke. In addition to me dealing with literal dog poop. Puke. And poop. I had to, had to pick up poop, and then, like, I went down with the bag, uh, the poop bag over my hand, but then it was Wendy, and then, um, the bag moved, and so I ended up with dog poop on my hand. So it's, it's been an interesting week, to say the least. Um, <laughs> you probably didn't need to know that I picked up dog poop and got it on my hand, or that I had to clean up dog puke. It's been, it's been a special week for me. Um, yeah, Mississippi State uh, men's basketball lost earlier in the week. That's metaphorical dog puke and poop. We're not talking about that. It, it was not fun. What we are going to talk about is how the women's basketball team is really good and how the bench for the women's basketball team almost outscored, uh, well, not quite almost outscored, well, did they outscore? The bench for the women's basketball team happened to outscore the Florida Gators. I had the numbers backwards. We're going to talk about uh, Mississippi State doing good things on the women's basketball front. Um, on the men's basketball front, they, the, the guys just got blown out um, by Kentucky. They're about to play Auburn. I'll probably talk about that. Hopefully, it'll be not metaphorical Doug Puke. Cause that would be that would be bad. I don't want to talk about that. What I do want to talk about is the women's basketball team. Um, Mississippi State's bench scored forty three points. The Gators, as a whole, as a team, scored forty two. Mississippi State beat the Florida Gators down in Gainesville, ninety two forty two. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> um, Mississippi State is just, well, one, Florida's bad, but two, Mississippi State has just this unreal amount of talent and this unreal amount of depth that if, well, one, the Bulldogs are down a starter in Chloe Bibby, but if the Bulldogs are able to continue developing and growing and improving, this team will be perfectly fine. Um, do, do, do. So... Let's go over some stats real quick. Uh, Andre Espinoza, Hunter, uh, jumped in for um, in the starting lineup. Um, she only played 13 minutes. I'm actually not sure. Did she get... Are there any notes here? Let me check. Anyway, Andre Espinoza took over Chloe Bibby's spot. I'm really confused as to why she uh, only played... 13 minutes. She didn't really get into foul trouble. That's been no, uh, da, da, da. This is a lot of typing. Do on the fly. Um, do, do, do. Okay, well, I can't seem to find anything. Um, I'm assuming she wasn't hurt. 
Anyway, uh, Andre Espinosa Hunter took that starting spot. Kind of the natural fit there. Another three-point shooter. Um, around the same height, same position. Works out. Um, Unreal Howard scored 21 points, led, pretty sure all scorers. Yeah. Um, 21 points, 8 rebounds. She had a night. And she did that all in 21 minutes. Um, Jordan Danbury goes off for 12 points, 4 steals, uh, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. It's pretty good. All in 24 minutes. Um, had a lot of efficient play just across the board amongst the starters. Something that wasn't so efficient um, was the play of Tierra McCowan, who played 24 minutes, um, only made one shot, two points, three blocks, um, four personal fouls, and six rebounds. So getting into foul trouble, not ideal. Um, only taking four shots as a whole, really not that great. But Mississippi State didn't need a great performance from her. She was able to rest. The Bulldogs were able to rest most of their starters. Um, when you've got Brianna Scott coming in, 15 points. Um, Maya Taylor with seven. Yeah, you've got plenty, plenty of good play here. Wiggins um, with 11 points. You know, just coming off the bench. The bench was great. Mississippi State needed this sort of night. Um, against a, a very much so like outmatched opponent um, where the Bulldogs could just let the freshmen, let the sophomores, let the bench players come in, play plenty of minutes, and get some experience. And that's what happened tonight. Um, long term, I think these sort of games will benefit the Bulldogs down the stretch of the season. Keeping the miles off players like Howard and McCallan, good. Um, and then long term, it also helps players like Wiggins, Scott, Jessica Carter, uh, Zion Campbell, Naya Tate, Maya Taylor. Um, get these get these players who are very, very talented but still need some experience, that necessary experience. Get them prepared. Uh, should more injuries come up, hopefully they won't, um, but should more issues come up, should, should something happen, um, should someone like Howard or McCowan get into foul trouble in a big game, you can then turn to some of these younger players and not be as totally terrified. I, I'm happy with this game. I'm happy any time that the Bulldogs win by uh, 48 points. Yeah. Um, the men's front, we're not... I mean, I'll talk about it just one second. Uh, they lost by 21 points to Kentucky on Tuesday. It's not ideal. Um, we're going to talk more and more about this Auburn game later this weekend, assuming I get the chance. I may not have the chance, and then if that's the case, then oh darn. Um, the Auburn Tigers, this is the perfect bounce back opportunity for the Bulldogs. Um, Auburn is the number 16 team in the nation. They, they've had some struggles recently of their own. Um, South Carolina caught them off guard. I don't believe that they lost to South Carolina, though, the way that you know a certain Mississippi State men's basketball team did. Not ideal, you know? Um, doo -doo -doo, I'm very prepared. But Auburn, right now, is on a two-game losing streak, actually, to South Carolina, 
and to Kentucky. Although, um, you know, playing in Columbia, South Carolina, as Mississippi State did, as Auburn did, can be tricky. Um, so yeah, both the Bulldogs and the Tigers here are coming off a loss. Both road losses. Mississippi State gets to return home, gets to play Auburn, and the hopefully friendly to MSU but hostile towards Auburn confines of the hump. So, if there was ever a time for the Bulldogs to get positive momentum, this is it. This is the perfect opportunity. You're going to be playing on, I think, SEC Network. Yeah, SEC Network, so not as big of a stage as, say, ESPN. It's still a pretty big stage. Don't make this metaphorical dog puke. Just come out here. Please win. Let's get going. Because State coming up has pretty tough slate. They have to go to Tuscaloosa. They have to go to um, Oxford playing Alabama and then Ole Miss in that order, not the other way around. Um, then they return home to host LSU, and then they've got Kentucky again. This These next four games are incredibly crucial. I think, I mean, Justin Strawn and I have talked about it in a, uh, well, Justin Strawn, um, Ladizel, Will Lawrence, Daniel Black, like it's, it's been mentioned in this group message that we have, um, where State's next four games are going to be really, really weird. Just really weird. Because who knows what's going to happen uh, with this team. Um, I mean, we've seen the Bulldogs lose to Ole Miss, lose to South Carolina, barely beat Florida, demolish Vanderbilt, uh, who challenged, uh, who was it, Tennessee, Tennessee, Number one team in the nation. Uh, Vandy challenged Tennessee the other night. Um, so yeah, no, it's... I don't know what to expect from this Bulldogs team. It's infinitely better than any of the teams that I watched as a student. I can say that. That is for sure. Um, as a student at Mississippi State, technically I am still a student, but at another institution for a uh, completely different degree unrelated to my first degree. So, um, yeah, no, Mississippi State coming up against Auburn, the men's basketball team. Great opportunity to bounce back. Mississippi State coming off a game against Florida, the women's basketball team. Yeah, they're phenomenal. They're, they're going to go pretty far this year. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, suppose I should close this with some final thoughts. Um, closing thinkings. My chair squeaks a lot. I don't know if that's going to come over on the mic. May have to do some sound editing. Me dropping my pen will come over on the mic. Those aren't my closing thinkings. Final thoughts, whatever. Um, looking at the men's basketball program, a lot of people were thinking that this team could go the distance in the SEC. And I think this is the sort of team that can't do it in the regular season, but could certainly make things very interesting in the SEC tournament. These group, like this group of Bulldogs, these Bulldogs here, the men's basketball team specifically is who I'm talking about right now. The women's team can do both. The women's team could go compete for national title. Um, the men's basketball team. It has come a long way. It is significantly improved. Um, has improved pretty much year to year to year to year 
under the Van Howland era over the past couple, like, three years. Um, there's a lot to be proud of with how far this team has come. That said, this team's not there yet. This team hasn't arrived at the top end of its potential to where it can play at that level week in and week out. And that's an uncomfortable thing to have to come to terms with. Um, I think if this team hits the right hot streak, it can win the SEC tournament. I do think that. I think it has the talent, um, albeit some of the talent's pretty young. Uh, Reggie Perry, notably, pretty young guy. Um, but I think this team, right here, if it got hot enough and the conditions were right, uh, the, like the moon and the stars aligned, the solar system got into the right orbit, I think the Bulldogs could win the SEC tournament. I don't think they can compete for the uh, regular season title. I think we're all coming to terms with that now, have over the past five SEC games. Um, and that's frustrating. I think a lot of us were expecting, oh, year three, Ben Howland, woo, yeah, go win a, uh, go win us a title in the SEC and go get us to, like, the Elite Eight. That didn't happen. Um, and I still think this team, more or less, is not going to take a significant step forward from where it was a year ago. I think it'll probably be very similar in that, you know, kind of that fringe on the bubble um, could make it as, like, somewhere around a 14 seed, 15 seed, uh, at best um, and then make things interesting for the teams down the line but then also I think that this team could you know, end up in the NIT and make a run and probably win the NIT title I don't know I, this team is better and I think we should be happy that the team has come a long way um, just for whatever reason whether it's a culture thing inside the locker and whether, whether it's the players still needing to develop whether it's whatever it is. Um, one, the SEC is a lot better than it used to be. Um, but just whatever it is, State doesn't have it just yet. That doesn't mean that State won't get it. Uh, that doesn't mean that Ben Howland still, you know, like down the line won't win titles with this team. Uh, but this specific group of players, I don't see it happening this year. That doesn't mean we shouldn't be happy with how the season goes. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't be happy with this group of players and that we shouldn't be proud of them. Um, they've dealt with all sorts of adversity. Gwendary Weatherspoon, Eric Holman, like these guys have been here through it all. And so we should be thankful for them. We should be very thankful for how they've played. Um, shot selection could be better, yeah, you know, across the board, all the players on the team. Um, some more than others, but just as a whole, the team has come a long way, still got a long way to go. Let's still enjoy this year, see if we can. Sound good to y'all? It sounds good to me. Um, hopefully this podcast sounds pretty good, too. So yeah, this is the Maroon and White Audible. I'm Ethan Lee. You can catch me over at Fansighted at Maroon and White Nation. Sometimes, like, once every blue moon, not the beer, um, at KC Kingdom. Where else? Um, check me out on Twitter or, like, LinkedIn or something. At Lee Ethan J. Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Professional and stuff. So that's been the Maroon White Audible. I am Ethan Lee. I appreciate y'all listening in and y'all have a good one.